Okay, let's go, boom. Guys, welcome at the Fight Club. Today is very special interview with awesome person, great friend of mine, John Saddington, founder and CEO of Yen Company based in Silicon Valley. Guys, I have to tell you that his story is so inspiring. And you will hear from John's life uh, stories that he didn't share anything anywhere else. Also, I want to apologize for the audio quality on my side, but I have to tell you, I was so excited of having this conversation with John that simply I have been too many times and too close to the mic. Okay, moving on. My guest, John Saddington. Oh my gosh, John, I'm so excited to talk with you. So here we uh, are. Here we are. Let's let's start. Let's go. Let's so, go. Let's do this. Yes. So first and foremost, John, I'm so so honored to have you here. And um, oh, thanks, man. Hear your story with addiction. Just you know, the Fight Club is is all about providing the stories, people who overcame uh, their battle with their addictions, and as a as an inspiration for for others. And oh my gosh, John, how how we met? Do you know my life I mean, when when I met you? And your brother, I, actually, I, like, I think, I think you gave us a, I think it was pretty soon you gave us a, a kind of a glimpse into your life, and it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily pretty. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. I, I just, so I was living in, in a hotel when I was working as a night auditor. And my room, John, my room, it's like, you know, I believe your room, the place where you live is just a, like, you know, representation of your, your environment, like what's in your head. Mm -hmm. And my room being totally an utter mess and disgrace. I was, I was taking drugs all the time. Ugh. And when I met you, it's been almost three years, like, I can't thank you enough because my life has been so much better and improved since I met you and Peter. And I will be, oh. uh, yeah, seriously, you, you hold, uh, I'm so grateful. It's, it's, oh, man. It's incredible. Uh, well, thank you for thank you for the, allowing me to be part of your life. Yeah, it's been a really good. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. How fun! How fun! The internet is such a cool place. Oh yeah, absolutely. So so back to the interview, John. Um, would you like to open this and share a bit of your story in general, like your first hand, and introduce yourself? And then slightly move on to how your addiction has started. Yeah, yeah. So high level, 
I am John Saddington. I've been married. Uh, it'll be 16 years this year. Um, so praise be to God that my marriage has survived uh, my uh, challenges and uh, addictions to, to substance abuse or substance abuse. Um, I have three kids. I have a teenager, a 14 year old, a 10 and a three year old. So we've had a little bit of a spread. Um, got two graduate degrees and um, wow yeah managed to get two graduate degrees while drinking myself to death that really was um and i've been a software developer for as a career for the last 20 20 so odd years so been a quite a journey it's been a quite a journey um addiction and my issues with substance abuse started really in, in college mm. um and I had and have anxiety disorder. I'm on the spectrum. Um, I have a number of I have two autoimmune disorders, which are kind of gross. Um, one which like is eating away at my eyeballs. It's it's really kind of crazy. Some of these uh, autoimmune disorders that I have, and so um, always an addictive uh, personality, um, but then also depressive, depression, uh, mm. de depressing. Uh, diagnosed with depression, clinical depression. So things kind of came to a head in college where uh, there was a girl involved. So that was always a little bit of a trigger. Never very, never really suc very successful with, with women um, up until I met my, my wife and we did things very differently, which was nice. But, um, and it can very clearly um i can very clearly remember that night that she dumped me where i decided i'm just gonna drink myself mm. and i'm gonna just drink as much as i possibly can um and the only thing i remember <laughs> from that evening was at some point i was totally naked in my freshman hallway in college what? Totally butt naked with no clothes. I don't know, have any idea where my clothes went. And everyone had locked their doors, including my roommate, because he was so angry. Uh, oh my. And so I had to like walk around the campus like butt naked and figure out. I don't, I don't actually remember what happened. I, I just remember one moment where I was like, what is going on? And then just, you know, completely mm -hmm. blacked out. So proceeded to make alcohol a very significant part of my fun uh, life and became a very uh, functional alcoholic. What's it, very interesting is um, my mother, my biological mother is an alcoholic. Um, mm. So this is definitely uh, kind of in the, his in the history and, 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 and in the cards. Mm. And um, really proceeded to use that as a way of coping with my anxiety, depression, um, I attempted suicide um, later that year, um, so had to leave college for a while and, and get some help and get some of those formal diagnoses, which have been very helpful. Um, but just was well, yeah, was very functional, uh, very functionally an alcoholic, and some of the more embarrassing and shameful moments uh, have always been with, um, you know, being. Uh, 
you know, uncovered or revealed in some way, or, you know, for instance, my, you know, my, my parents knowing that there was definitely alcohol with a part of my life, but never really getting to see it until, you know, there's that, you know, party or public yeah. event, right. Where it's mm. just suddenly like the worlds collide and it's, it's, mm. it's, so, it's it really is like a movie where mm. I think it was maybe the last party in the home we were selling so it was kind of like a last hurrah party or something. I don't, anyway, so my, my parents flew in. It was a big enough event, probably enough involvement. There's maybe a, a birthday or two involved. So combining events, my parents flew in from Austin. And, uh, you know, long story short, they, they find me absolutely drunk off my ass in the closet. Oh. In this Oh, and it's my, oh my God, it's my oldest. She had it, she did a piano recital in the iron house. And, but her father was pissed, passed out drunk in the closet. And so you have, and so I do remember hearing like, where's John? Where's John? And I don't Mm. know. Was he drinking a lot? Yeah, I think he was drinking. You just kind of hear it like, you know, uh, and kind of, you echo know, the dark back yeah the echo yeah it's yeah. around you and some you know and then suddenly finally open you know opens oh. the door you know and and everyone's looking in yeah and you're just like what's going on you know? and and i'm just like and i you know it's that one that moment where you're like what the fuck like mm-hmm. what the fuck is my life right mm-hmm. but um but just continued down that mm. track and fast forward um, to uh, December 4th, 2016. So that was my last, my last drink. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. I, we had just secured. Um, so yeah, so this was between uh, 2001 uh yeah 2001 to 2016 so 15 years 15 of just years. drinking myself and i and i had oh, i'm classic addiction i you know hidden places and i had mm-hmm. my drinks and it was a way that i literally had to go to sleep there was no other way i could go to sleep um so you couldn't you couldn't go to sleep without having a drink first Oh God! No, I know I would I would I would I would drink to pass out. Okay. About probably five out of seven days. Oh. <laughs> and I also I'm a startup founder. I mean, so like there's there's a lot of challenges with um, and pressures that come with that. And so, um, kind of December of 2016, you know, things were very bad. But I was also celebrating some very neat wins as a uh, founder. I, my founder, or my team and I just secured um, and closed like a major round. We just closed like $3 million um, dollars on our, 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 our seed round. So it was just kind of massive amounts of money for small concept. And we were celebrating or having some sort of event with the investors um, on Market Street and here in San Francisco. And, uh, like most of these events, 
I mean, totally open bar. And, and I mean, these are expensive, nice places and you can just, you can work the bar. You, and, and, you know, people who know, you know, the goal is like, see how much we can make this, how, let's see how high this tab can go, <laughs> you know, and there, but there's just so much money mm-hmm. here. Yes. Um, and so there's this, this really toxic culture around, mm. around alcohol. It's just, it's always available. Mm. Um, and so it's just kind of a, a part of, yeah, part of building a company. Um, and so I, I'm like, I know the drill. So I'm like, well, if the, you know, it says play, the presentations say that started, you know, eight, I'm going to get there at seven 30, hit the bar on the lower level. I'll work my way up, you know? And so I could just be generally pretty hammered by the time mm. I had to meet, meet people and your investors build relationships. Yeah. Uh, yeah. These are people who are trusting millions yes. of dollars to me yeah. and I'm trying to essentially just think how stupid I'm just insane. This is I'm trying to make them unimpressed with me and literally going to be sloppy drunk, but just so backwards addiction can makes you think so exactly absolutely Um, so so mission accomplished 30 minutes later when things are starting to kick off i've dragged myself upstairs and i just had you know and i knew i was like oh my god i I could barely stand oh um so i told my i sit down you know when the opening and then you know there's a nice dinner and everything so it's just like just a lot of folks involved and I, I functionally drunk so i'm aware i have enough awareness of like i need to probably make an exit here because i don't i don't think i'm going to make it I've, I've definitely reached my limit and then some they tagged my co-founder jeff it's just like hey man just not feeling so good um i'm just gonna bail her he's like no no big deal whatever so I go down and I like to bike around San Francisco. I just, I love biking. I love walking. I love, but I like biking and specifically. So I don't remember getting on my bike and I don't remember starting the journey home, but I do remember. So I was, I blacked out, but, um, but I do remember a moment where I kind of came to and I was um, the train over this ground uh, uh, Muni car car train was coming and was about to hit and kill me i was driving straight toward uh, into a train <laughs> um and so i swerve and l- luckily i just stopped and i kind of catch my self and i just i just stood there for felt like a long time probably it was just you know for a few minutes but it just felt like i think that was it because because that's not the first time that's happened mm. i've had that happen three or four times my and I, and I, that, every single time I was like, okay, that's, that's the, that, yes, yeah. that's it. Yeah. That's and it. First, yeah. I don't know what, what made this different. Mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly, I can't tell you. I don't know if it was God or the spirit or just, I, I, I it was just, I just, I went home, I biked home a little bit slower mm-hmm. and I was like, I really do want to make it home. <laughs> yes. Um, there's this real sense of my mortality, like in a weird, I don't know, just, I looked at my wife in the face and was, I'm just, I'm just done. Mm. I'm done. And I, I knew of my addictive behavior because I've, I've had other addictions, um, which have been just as unhealthy. And 
So I was like, we, I, we need to go dry. We need, to, we need to make this entire house dry and empty all the cabinets and mm. all the secret places. And, and I, and, you know, my wife was fine with drinking, but she was on the same page because she, it had gotten bad. And we had had very difficult chats and yeah. so she was, she was like, okay, I'm in. Mm. And we became a house, a dry house that night. And I haven't, haven't touched it since, but, wow. um, but I dream about it. I think about it. Um, yeah. Once an addict, always an addict. So I immediately signed up for AA and okay. in San Francisco, there's an AA meeting like every 30 minutes, like every other block. Right. It's, it's kind of a thing here in San Francisco to okay. get help, which is, which is super cool. Started going to AA meetings, um, which has been great. And mm. started my recovery. Wow. Wow. This is amazing. Um, you have mentioned, oh my gosh, you, running a business, raising a couple of million dollars and finishing two master's degree. Like how... All while being functionally drunk, right? Exactly. How you, how you manage, like John, how you... Um, yeah, let's dive, let's dive deep. Like, I'm very interesting, like your day, like how you manage to, to accomplish what you accomplish while I, yeah, that, that's easy. The answer is just sheer raw horsepower. Okay. I just put my head down and I drove as hard as I could. And the cost was my health. So mm. Uh, I had to go to the ER like a handful of times, like three times back to back to back at one point um, because the stress of my lifestyle and my drinking was, yes. was literally killing me. Um, and even then I still didn't stop, um, which mm. is just crazy. It took another like five or six years after those major visits, which is insane yeah. to think. Um to be drinking for so long, but, but, you know, after 15 years, it's, it, it is a lifestyle. You can't, it feels like breathing. Yeah. Like, it, of course I would have a drink. Like what? There is no question. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like, what are you talking about? It's just yeah. like, it's, it's like, it's like sleeping. Of course I'm going to go to sleep tonight. Like what, why are you even asking? Um, and so I just had built very, a very complex system and complex systems that were now failing, but I had built very complex, sophisticated systems to help me manage and cope. But at some point they began to fall apart because it's just, you know, it's built you, on shaky, shaky ground. Can you expand, expand a bit uh, more? And oh, on that? I mean, every, every functional alcoholic, every, every alcoholic knows what I'm talking about. You know, it's like if you have a high performance job and you're snorting cocaine and yeah. doing drugs and like yeah. you, you have to figure out a way to, to, to do your work. And still. yes, yes. So, you know, I would make sure that I would, was very specific about who I was meeting and when, when I would take calls when I wouldn't. So I'd have time for recovery. Yeah. If I had, if exactly. I knew it was going to be a late night, it's just like, well, don't schedule anything early morning, probably yeah. nothing before 10. Mm. It's like you start 
you know, building, building these complex systems yes. and, and, and you just kind of tell people, no, that's just who I am. Yeah. But everyone kind of knows like what's behind it. You're, yes. Yeah, because you're, you're still hung over. Yes. And you smell like shit, but mm. no one's going to say anything because you're the boss. Yes. Um, yeah. Which, you know, as a founder of these companies, I could get away with really bad behavior because no one wanted to, to speak up because you are the boss. Yeah. What if, what if John yeah. gets mad at me and then fires me because yeah. I just hate John. and that's a problem. Um, and after experiencing that and, and I see it now and mm. so many other startups and so many other different organizations, I said, no one's keeping you accountable. No one's mm. advocating for your health. Yes. And that's really fucked up. Mm. Um, and that, you know, that's a, that's a house of cards. Mm. As I say, at some point that's going to collapse. That's it. Um, what, what I can, I can see really from the, from the very beginning, being part of your company, um, as a community member, how much you pay attention and how important it is, uh, the culture part. And you, you, oh. you, 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 you being so vocal about those subjects in, in, on your GitHub, on calls, it's all, it's all, it's all really everywhere, about. tweets, everywhere, a culture, culture, every, all the time, because based this on your story, this is and, how you win. Yes. This is, and this is, and this is the thing that was keeping me from becoming the very best version of myself was, and was alcohol was in the way, mm. you know, and it, it essentially slowed everything down to about 80%, which, you know, for a lot of high performers and I, I am a high performer, 80% is still pretty fucking good, but imagine if you didn't have alcohol or, you know, mm. booze or yeah. some other substance that was getting yes. in the way. Yeah. Now a life kind of just totally opens up and there's an unlock that happens in your brain, but then also the world also responds. Mm. And it's, it, it almost was the world was like, John, we've been fucking waiting. <laughs> we've been waiting. We've been waiting for you. To be you. Wow. Wow. And it makes sense mm. to where I am now in my story that yeah. my life and my story has, has been nothing more than me getting one step closer to being the person I was supposed to be. Wow. And as I get closer, I, I, I get more confident. Mm. I'm able to settle in a little less, you know, in a little bit more and just I'm able to relax a lot more um, because I know what I know and, I'm, I, and I know what I don't know. And I'm, I don't have ego or arrogance or I don't have any issues with that. I just, I can sit in, in, in my identity and just be like, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Things aren't perfect, but things are good. Mm. And I couldn't say that for a very long time. So I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful for the support I've gotten to, mm. to get me here, especially 
you know, especially my wife who, who, who never gave up. I, I believe that was a big factor for you as well. Your family, your children. Um, well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, definitely. But it has to start with, with, with you. us, with, with, with you, you, yes. You know, with yeah. me, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I think that's what my wife had quickly come to understand was that John, unless you want this for you, yeah, there's nothing I can say or do that will change that for you. Um, you're just good. And that's agonizing for the folks that love you and for the folks mm -hmm. that want you, you know, to, to see you overcome that illness. Yeah. Um, cause they know that there's a, a real helplessness to it you know you just you have to let the addict hit rock bottom yeah and get to a point where they're like there must be something bigger than here than myself mm. um and i have to want that and i and i do want it mm. and then it's like okay good that's the first step the of the first mountain. step yes a million yes. yeah but it's at least your support your you're supporting your own weight you know what i'm saying yes exactly exactly and so getting home that night um and writing much more slowly and carefully was in a way that that small first step for me was saying if i want this to work it means i really need to make it home alive hmm there's a fast way to do this given my current situation, or there's a little bit of a slower route that would be far less risky, perhaps, you know, what, I, what's stupid is I obviously still wasn't really, is I should have walked, <laughs> you know, I just still decided to bike, which is like, okay, you're, but I went the slower route. So that was the kind of the first step, but mm. I was by myself. I had to decide to do yes. that. And then when I got home, I immediately got help. It's like, now I need you to partner with me. I need, I need you to be here with me. Mm. I've made the first step, but now step two, three, four, five to, to 10 million, 10 billion. Yes. I need to hold someone, someone's hand now. And, and she's never let go. Mm. So uh, that, you... that's how I think addiction, you win over addiction. Wow, I'm blown away by your story. But um, can you touch a bit your first days without alcohol, your first weeks? Oh, months, God. How you... I quit cold turkey, so that... That night was fine because I was yes. drunk on my ass. But I mean, I must have lied in bed three or four days, okay. just sweating it out. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wrestling with, you know, I I just I think that first week was I felt like I was going to die. Mm. I was totally useless. I know the first three four days were just nothing but in my bed drenched in sweat. That's that mm -hmm. was gross. But I was just, the, the thing with me is once I've decided, like I've decided mm -hmm. and 
which is is useful um doesn't always feel fair and and that's that's true but once i make a decision i make a decision what where i get frustrated and where i get <clears throat> i lose a lot of uh my own sanity and mental health is when i have decided but haven't acted when there's a delay and I know that en enough about myself now as a, an older adult that to not delay. That's one of, the, one of the reasons, one of the operating virtues of my company is speed of decision-making. Yes. It's like, it is vastly better to make a quick and decisive call than you know, using your brain and using as much information as you, as you can. Absolutely, yeah. But then just do it because you can always change direction. Mm -hmm. so you decide to go left and, you, you know, 10 steps in, you realize, holy shit, bad decision. Turn the other way. Yeah. Or we could just sit here and deliberate for a week mm -hmm. when we could have course corrected a couple of different You can times. always adjust the, the small movements. Yes. If you, and yeah. The, yeah, exactly. Which is precisely what you do when you drive a car. Mm. You make micro adjustments literally every second. Yeah, great analogy. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's it. That mm -hmm. that and that is a vastly better way, especially if you're trying to get from A to B. It's, you know, just get in the car, start driving. Yes, exactly. You can um, take different roads, but yeah, but as, at least you're as moving. Moving, yes. Um, and so that's what I try to to tell, um, encourage my team, and that's also what I look for when I when I hire and hire folks is like, I want to be able to see that they can make decisions quickly. So when like a great example of this is when I make an offer to someone, I say, I need to know within three days, you know, I typically, I have these calls like on Thursday or Friday. So it's like, I'll give you the weekend. But if, if you can't make a decision by Monday, then yeah, like you're, 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 yeah it's not going to be the right company for you. Cause I'm going to be asking you to make quick decisions all the fucking time. <laughs> so I'm laughing, yeah. but yeah. because I count, I can't count the number of times I have applied to join your company. And it's not it was, the right time. It, it was, uh, I don't know if you are aware of that, but uh, I am. Every you single, know why? every single time I was on drugs around drugs yeah i mean i knew i being an addict myself i was like he's not in his right mind yeah so i'm just gonna love him as a friend <laughs> yeah. and ignore this yeah exactly exactly yeah. i uh, i i saw it for what it was it didn't didn't hurt my feelings at all oh good good to know because yeah. you know when i when i was coming back to normal i was like what what have you done oh no <laughs> see like you know I, one of the things I, I love about being where I am now just, you know, is, is at some point you realize you've lived long enough and where you've earned, earned the pleasure of, of a handful of friends mm. who have seen you at your worst and yet still like you. Yeah, that's for whatever, for what sometimes it, you get, you're not entirely sure why. Mm. Um, and so, yeah. You are definitely that person for me. 
Yeah. I mean, there's just nothing that you can do right at this point that would make us not friends mm. outside of you saying, you don't want to be my friend. Mm. John, my what, feelings, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't do that. What, what was, uh, what would be your advice to people who are struggling like right now, the, the pandemic, um, besides, you know, opinion about the, the pandemic itself, but like the lockdowns and people, the numbers, um, I, I have read a few weeks ago, like they are skyrocketing. It's, they're going into the roof everywhere. Not only in the US, not only in the no, UK. No, no. The people suffering alone, not even be able to yeah, go yeah. somewhere, see someone, you know? Yeah, it's terrible. It's, it, it, it's, it is, it's crazy. What, what would be your take, your advice, your word to people who are in this place right now? Yeah. Well, one, first off, I'm sorry. Mm. For wherever you are, I'm sorry. It sucks. Mm. A lot of it's not your fault. Um, how I have made this work is by doing things just like this with my friend Gabriel is getting on a Zoom call as weird as that might sound and as inauthentic as that might seem for some folks, I think it's pretty damn cool. But, and just getting on a call and talking honestly mm. about how you feel, about whatever it is that's going on. There's something powerful about connecting with someone. Oh, and honest in an honest and real way. And, and everyone knows what that means. It, it, it doesn't mean that everyone like, you know, shares your deepest, darkest secrets with, you know, on YouTube or something. Yeah. Um, but everyone has kind of those levels, you know, then those internal levels of what's easy to share. And then what yeah. is a little bit risky or, you know, makes you a little, you know, makes you have a little of those, those butterflies in your stomach. Like, uh, 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 I don't want to, I don't know if I want to go there type of idea, but that's, that's when, you know, that's, that's what we should talk about because mm -hmm. that's what's really going on. And, and when you're able to do that consistently, Oh, it's, it's, it's like a, it's like this very nice drug. Hmm. It's this, this natural kind of release of some of those toxins in my mind and my heart and my body. Um, and I just, I just relax a little, you know, not doesn't solve everything. But I just relax mm -hmm. a little. I'm like, Oh, there's someone else in the world. I'm not fucking crazy. There's someone else in the world. That's just like me. Yeah. That's struggling with some similar things that I'm struggling with. Oh, good. I'm not fucking crazy. Like that just feels so good, you know, on occasion. Yeah. So that's, that's what I would say. Um, 
is 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 try to and try to do that. Find some communities that will do that. My community would would love to hang out with you. We just hung out for an hour or so, and we hang out like two or three times a week just on hanging out on Zoom calls. Yes. If you're a business builder, if you're an entrepreneur, I mean, if you're lonely, if you're Gabe, Gabriel's friend, show up. Why not? That would be great having, uh, I don't know, Yen Recovery <laughs> on our... Why not? Yeah. I am. A, I would be a sober fan of that room. So yeah. we create that. That would be super. That would be a real cool place. Yeah. I mean, yes. when we open this up, Gabriel, there's going to be a lot of... In fact, feel free to invite some of the folks that you know and say, Hey, let's just talk about life in here. Yeah. That'd be cool. That will be cool. Yes. Yeah. Oh feel free to, yeah. I feel free to invite Lem too. You have the link to the in alpha, right? So you can, I already did. Yeah. So you can, but you can feel free to send that out if you want. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. John, it's cool. been absolutely pleasure and honor to, to have that chat with you. Hey, thanks um, for allowing me to be a part of your show. Yeah, that was John. Uh, incredible, incredible. Thanks, man.